Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? We got something to move tonight, and we start the whole fucking thing off. Help me, anything move, we knock out. Let's go. I am the greatest. Go play intramurals, brother. What's going on, people? We're back. About to get into this little brief podcast. We're going to do a quick shot and talk about a few things. Zone coverage, quick shot. Go to talktoq.com, sign up for the email newsletter, have this podcast delivered directly to your inbox when it airs. And college football playoffs um, have been set. And it's pretty much what we expected as far as after the games played out. Um, over the weekend, um, Oklahoma was able to get by Baylor again in overtime. Uh, LSU dismantled Georgia. Um, Ohio State was able to get it together against uh, Wisconsin, and Clemson just did not have any trouble with with Virginia whatsoever. So now you have LSU versus Oklahoma and Clemson and Ohio State, which I think is going to be a great matchup. Uh, but Clemson doesn't seem like they've really been tested to me, and Ohio State has been battle-tested. I mean, is that going to be the difference? I don't think it's going to be the difference. Um, there's something, that, you know, Dabo Sweeney has these boys playing um, and playing at a high level and has ever since I call I, I call their quarterback the new Thor. Um, he just, man, I don't, I don't, that kid just plays. And, um, you know, he gets the job done. And, um, yeah, they may have not been tested because the ACC is not as strong as the SEC. Um, but I can tell you one thing, Dabo Sweeney knows how to get these boys together and get them ready to play. Ohio State is not going to run over Clemson. I can tell you that right now. Um, I expect thoroughly that Clemson wins this game. Without, you know, they it'll be close early. They'll probably, they'll, they'll probably go, you know, back and forth a little bit. But, if Clemson gets a lead, they get up by two touchdowns, Ohio State's in trouble. Because I really think thoroughly and completely in Davos Sweeney and, and his and his staff to get the job done. Clemson's gonna beat Ohio State. Period. Okay. And we'll see. I don't know. Um I mean I'd like to see Clemson win, of course. Um I do not care for Ohio State whatsoever. But uh, with 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 LSU and Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma has the offense to keep up with LSU, and I think that should be a pretty interesting game. I, I do think LSU's defense is better, of course, but um, if LSU fools around and make a few mistakes, then Oklahoma can really give them a run. Oklahoma can give them a run, and it's going to be this is going to be an exciting game to watch. Probably one of the best games. Probably be the best game. To watch during you know during during this whole process, um, Jalen Hurts has something to prove. I mean, his spot got taken down in Alabama, and Alabama is you know not in the you know they're not in the playoff chase to win the national title this year. So you know he's also up for you know winning the Heisman, you know won the Heisman finalist. So you know he has a lot to prove, and you know he shows up when the big lights are on. So. 
it's going to be a very interesting interesting game to watch. Um, but LSU has been doing it big all year. Um, they've been winning games all kinds of ways. They're battle tested as well. But you know they're gonna have to be really really careful in, against this Oklahoma Sooner squad. So um, this game go either way. But you know. I'm going to give the edge to Oklahoma. I, I, I just think that Jalen Hurts has a little bit, you know, he has he has that chip on his shoulder. And um, if they can kind of build a lead and put some pressure on LSU, I'm going to have to go with the Sooners. Okay. Should be an interesting little matchup. And uh, real quick, the quarterback for uh, Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, they have rumors, you know, he's a, he's a right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Uh, they have rumors that, he, you know, he's a sophomore this year. And so he has to play at least one more year before he can go to the NFL. Uh, they have rumors that he's talking about sitting out his junior year and preparing for the NFL draft. And what do you think about that? Um, do you think that's a, a good move if that were your son? Would you also advise him to do the same, to, hey, don't risk being injured and playing your junior year? Or would you say, son, go back, get you another ring, win a Heisman, or do whatever, and then go to the draft? You don't want to sit out. That's a mistake. Um, I know that, you know, what happened to, you know, Tua down there in Alabama is shaking some of these players up a little bit. Um, And – it makes you want to think about, you know, playing and, you know, those types of things. But at the same time, you can't, you can't live in fear. You can't worry about whether you get injured or not. You have to go in there and, you know, play, play the game. Trevor needs that experience. Okay. He needs it. I'm not saying that he's not a good quarterback now. Could, you know, theoretically he could come out this year, maybe, you know, if that, you know, the NFL will allow it, he could come out this year and he can go ahead and dedicate for the draft and go to a team. But I wouldn't sit out my junior year because that's not a good look for NFL teams. Um, it kind of looks like you're giving up on your on your team by not playing. You know, get that experience. Get that extra time. You know, you need, you need those hours, so to speak. Get out there, get more experience. You know, um, they have an NFL-style offense up there in Clemson. Um, Dabo Sweeney is not like um, – like your boy down there in Alabama, you know, like Nick Saban. I mean, he had he gets you know they draft all you know they sign all players, offense, defense, special teams. They have had a good offensive line and up there in Clemson for quite some time. Trevor Lawrence don't have to worry about getting hit. I mean, they protect them very well. If they have seniors on the offensive line, he gets more offensive linemen, and you know they develop from within. So. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have anything to worry about as long as he doesn't do too much running. I mean, he's very athletic. I wouldn't sit out. I would, you know, get as much experience as you can. Get your feet wet. You'll be fine. Dabo's going to take care of you. All right, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm of the mindset, man, if it's if if you don't want to risk your injury and you want to prepare for the draft, then so be it. Um it really wouldn't matter to me either way. My son said he wants to sit out. I, I wouldn't care. So, but uh, we'll wrap things up with this, man. You know, 
Michael Vick is trying to be a Pro Bowl captain. Uh, you know, he does broadcasting now. He's an animal rights activist now. And there are about 400,000 people who have signed a petition to try to prevent him from being a captain of the Pro Bowl because of what he did more than 10 years ago and the whole dog fighting ring. Um, but what he did, I think, happened back in like 2007. He did his time. Um, is it right, fair or foul to um, still be trolling him, you know, over a decade later? There's been an animal movement for long, you know, longer than it has been a Me Too movement. And, you know, this is still, even though he, you know, he spent time, you know, he did time in jail for what what happened. You know, they thought he should have more time for all the animals that, you know, animal cruelty. Um, this is still fresh for a lot of individuals, um, for a lot of animal lovers and things of that nature. And um, that's the reason why this petition was born. But at some point, I mean, we live in a country that, you know, there is second chances. Um, but some things... You're not gonna. You know, you should get a second chance for um, dog fighting. Is not one of those things you're gonna get a second chance for. Um, at least that's what it looks like as far as it is for Michael Vick. Michael Vick was the face of the, the face, not only of his franchise, but he was the face of the National Football League. Um, so they got a real big black eye when all this came out. And not only that, he lied about it. Um, so I think. Under the circumstances, um, you know, I, th- I think this is a black eye, you know, on the league. Um, I don't know if I would have ch- chose Michael Vick to be a – I know they're trying – you know, he's one of the stars of the National Football League. He's just facing the franchise, facing the league for a time. You know, I think, you know, they're trying to, you know, give him a chance. But it's still fairly fresh. And um, this petition is pretty strong. So the NFL, unfortunately, is going to have to listen. So, um, you know, because there's been too many other things that's happened, you know, here recently in the NFL from, you know, sending the flag and all this other stuff. You know, it's just one more thing, you know, that they got to look at. Um, hell, let Colin Kaepernick be one of the coaches. That'll, that'll help. You know, let him be a coach instead of Michael Vick. Um, I think it, <laughs> wow. you know, may, hell, it may it may come down to that um, because you know, four hundred thousand signatures better get somebody's attention. So, um, you know, unfortunately for Vic, you know, you made your bed, you got to sleep in it, and um, you know, I don't know what you know how many there needs to be, needs to be signed or anything like that, but you know, it is what it is. But the NFL better pay attention because the last, you know, they're the number one sports in, sport in America right now and have been for quite some time, you know, and we're coming up on a new bargaining agreement and things of that nature. So, um, you know, to nip this in the bud, I hate to say it, but Vic might not be your choice. Um, You're going you to have to pick another coach. I think as you. a man served this time that um, I, I look at it two ways. Um that I keep disconnecting myself. You have. Oops. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can, sir. You have certain crimes that, um, you know, 
you kind of have to you kind of can't forgive people for certain things. Like for example, if someone create has a, commits a crime against a a child, um, and that child grows up kind of messed up in the head because of it, it's hard to forgive that because the child is still here and dealing with it. But when you're talking about something that happened over a decade ago, um, I don't think any of those dogs are still alive. Uh, and he's done more for dogs probably in the last decade than a lot of people who are complaining about him um, have done. I think you got to cut the man some slack. I'm not saying you have to like him by any means. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know if you want to have to go through the effort of trying to keep him from finding work because if he can't find nothing to do on TV, he might go back to dog fighting. That might be lucrative for him. So, I mean, I'm kidding. I don't think that he would. But uh, I just think that people need to, need to let it go. I, I just, I mean, I, I understand dogs are family, and I don't have a problem with people who, who love their dogs and don't want to see anything bad happen to them, especially being tortured and, and stuff. I get that. But until I see some consistency, until I see people signing petitions to uh, stop cops from shooting black people and Latinos, um, until I see some people not forgetting forgiving um, um, certain people who mistreat women, uh, like it looks like Harvey Weinstein might get off of his charges. He's talking about a $25 million settlement, so he may not do any jail time. I mean, until I see some consistency, as far as people's hate towards people, they can miss me the whole Michael Vick thing. I mean, we had a guy two months ago forgive his brother's murderer, Amber Geiger, of the Dallas Police Department, went into the wrong apartment and shot a man in his living room, thinking the man had broken into his house, in her house, and she was in the wrong place, in the wrong apartment, and shot the man in cold blood, and this guy's brother forgave her in court, and everybody across the country talked about how wonderful it was, the act of forgiveness and all this stuff. And here it is 12, 12 years, almost 13 years later, and you're still mad at Michael Vick for what he did. Uh, I, I just don't see the consistency in that. I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's hypocritical um, to even have this type of, of mindset uh, with that. You know, it, you can't say you understand the forgiveness and then talk about him for the man. This man did this before Obama got elected. That's how long ago this was, you know. And he has since done a lot to try to right the wrongs. He's even had even had a law passed in Pennsylvania back when he was playing with the Steelers uh, to help to give policemen and firefighters the authority to break into cars when people leave, you know, go to Walmart and uh, leave the animals in the car when it's hot and stuff like that. He even gave them, you know, even helping them pass a law to help prevent prevent that type of stuff. And so the guy has done nothing but try to make amends, and people still want to beat him over the head for something he did a long, long time ago. And then let me educate people on this. For those who may not be from the South, um, or just understand certain Southern culture, dog fighting in 
a lot of parts of the South prior to, I'll say prior to 2000, dogfighting was, I mean, kind of just a thing people did, just like drag racing um, almost. Uh, you can go to a lot of places in the Deep South, uh, especially in, on the East Coast and South Carolina and West Virginia and places of that nature and find people who raise dogs and train them to fight uh, for money. And it was, you also may have heard of, of cockfighting. You know, people used to fight roosters. Um, Roy Jones Jr. was, you know, had some fighting roosters. Uh, I mean, I don't think he fights them, but I know at one t- you know, he had some fighting roosters at one time. And so this was kind of a cultural thing. It was not even, a lot of people grew up not knowing that it was illegal. Okay. That's just what it was. They just grew up that way. And so over time, I'm sure people got educated and realized that it was. You're talking about someone who grew up in that culture to where it wasn't that big of a deal. He got caught. He did his time. He paid for it. Cost him millions of dollars. And now that he's trying to, that he's gotten his life back together, you don't want him to win. I think it's hypocritical. So, but all right, but I will go great, ahead and wrap. Great education. Great education yes, on that because a lot of people don't. A lot of listeners. Don't know that I mean it was common down here in the south, um, you know. So and it was it was just regular. I mean, and it, it happened in in the deep south all over the place. From actually yeah, all I, the way I, as far I know as, all the way over dogs. to Texas. Yeah, I know people who fought dogs. You know, back in the nineties, I know some people who did that. Yeah, I've never attended a dog I fight do too. Um, or anything, but I know some people who did that. So, uh, and it was just something people did just not knowing any better because it was, like I said, a part of the culture in the South. And, again, I'm not – don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to excuse Vic for what he did, and he paid for what he did. Wrong is wrong. He paid for what he did. But I'm just trying to show people that you took someone that probably grew up in that, you know – Tried to get away with it. He didn't. But he was able to make amends and do the right thing since then. Let it go. Okay? That's Let what it I'm go. Saying. It's been, it's been, it's yeah. been 12 years. I, I'm not Let sure what you want. Got to let it go. Yeah, people need to stop beating other people over the head when it comes to, um, you know, forgiveness and things. People do that, and that's story for another podcast, but people do their relationships or whatever. You make a mistake in a relationship or a friendship. You make a mistake and the next thing you know, man, folks just want to beat you over the head for life. It just always make you feel bad for what you did. And uh, All right. Go ahead and wrap this up. And Buck, I appreciate you hanging out a little bit more, man. And uh, Well, have fun as always. I do want to say um, a happy belated birthday to Ray and Eminem, their birthday was last week. Went to Eminem's art show, had a good time, enjoyed the people there. He had a, a brother there, I can't remember his name, that did some spoken word, and um, he was very good. And Eminem displayed some new art pieces, and um, they all looked good. I actually bought a piece, uh, one of the ones he actually did last year that I was checking out, but um, I actually bought it uh, this year. And so I'm going to put that right above uh, my laptop 
when I'm, you know, recording the show. So it's going to be right there. But, um, awesome. yeah. So, but all right, but yeah, I tried to hold get some it down. To, I, tried, I, tried to get some, I tried to get some people to send some artwork in. I don't know if they were able to because I have not talked to them. But um, hopefully nah, they were able to get, get it in and get it to them. Not that I saw. I don't remember seeing anything outside of his stuff. But, uh, okay. you know, maybe next year we'll try to make it bigger and better and have more participants. But, all right, man, you enjoy the rest of your evening. Everyone have a great night. You've been listening to the Zone Coverage Quick Shots on T2Q. Have a good one. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> You play to win. Do you have any questions? I got a question. You got any excuses tonight, Roy? Playoffs? What are you talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice?